Good day, Perceptive Readers. I want to share something with you that may help in your affirmations and also with your experience in humanitarian aid and help. Remember how I said there are certain uh, roles and responsibilities in society. Personalities for emergencies are one of them, where you have to put yourself in a frame of mind where, of course, it's like uh, you're ministering to the people that you're helping, uh, even though it may not be that, you know, you're you know, you're using the Bible or any other holy book. It, it just basically means that, again, uh, you're helping this person, these persons or groups to get what they may still, you know, need, at least in a material way, uh, you know, nutrition, um, education, things of that nature. And so that's what I mean by when I say ministering. And I say that when you go into those type of occupations and roles, uh, you can take a lot of the load off the person. You know, the scriptures actually says uh, that we should carry, you know, uh, each other's, um, you know, pain and ailments and empathize and cry with ones who cry. And yet at the same time, the Bible still says, though, each person will carry their own load. So in one sense, um, we have Jesus' words about, you know, picking up your torture stake, you see, uh, your responsibilities in that way, and following him. And yet he still said, though, come to me, all who are loaded down, and I will refresh your soul. So you can see that every person has a responsibility. You see, they have their own responsibility uh, towards God. You see, to fulfill their relationship with them and to learn about him. Yet when persons take upon the roles of uh, uh, teachers and humanitarians and leaderships and things of that nature, um, uh, what happens then is, you know, it's almost like in their spirit, they're taking on another form of what they call the Hippocratic Oath. You heard us talk about that, where you just you, you just swear off things, if you will, that you would not be trying to hurt somebody. And, and I really do mean hurt somebody on purpose, you see. Uh, you know, there are some cases where, where you know, people say, look, persons just need a sense of humor, and that is true. We're not talking about that. We're talking about, again, actually trying to hurt somebody deeply on purpose. And these are the things that persons go into these personalities for emergencies, um, sanctuary type of responsibilities, humanitarian type, uh, you know, responsibilities and roles that you know, they they take that very serious along the spirit of a Hippocratic oath. And of course, we know the spiritual teachings of Jesus that I just talked about. So with that background information, I want to share something with you, because uh, the other thing that, you know, I talk about from time to time is, yes, do what you can to always have uh, peace. But that doesn't mean that you allow other persons to take advantage of your efforts, you know, 
consistently uh, on a regular basis of your desire to have peace as an excuse to once again uh, cause more harm, you see, to the situation. Because remember, uh, not all persons like the devil come to you, uh, as the Bible said, you know, some will come with a forked tongue. And if they come with a forked tongue, that means they can talk smoothly, they can talk peacefully with you, but really they are for harmfulness or for war. So it doesn't mean you cater to everything that that, um, that person or that devil is talking about in order to uh, either stroke their, you know, um, their ego, to stroke their pride, you know. Uh, what am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about situations of um, apologizing and things of that nature. And the reason why, you know, I talk about that is because I'm always taking it back to how parents bring up their children and how children are taught to respect adults. And yet, remember in my Doc Rose and Frappuccino series, I brought out other things that parents taught their children that don't you let no other person uh, do this to you or touch you in this way or what have you. You see what I'm talking about? So the whole point is there's even a limitation to what an adult can do to a child. And that restriction, that limitation, it, it shouldn't even, it's not a limitation. It, it's a, it's a, it's a spiritual and moral law. That's what I'm going to call that law that even God certainly has implemented from his spirit of even widows and orphans that you don't touch another human being like this. You don't do this to another human being like this. You don't especially do this to a child like this, you see? And so with that being said, that goes to show no one has absolute authority, even when it comes to, um, you know, um, meeting out certain opinions of what they think even karma is. Because, you know, you heard me talk about how karma, not karma, how some individuals, they still don't have the concept of what um, mercy and righteousness is, um, the way that Jesus explains it. And so they can talk about these things, but they certainly don't have the spirit for it. Um, and so with that being said, this is what I want to give you this example. You know, uh, there's been persons, but like I said, but this is actually um, something that one man had had done. And, and he certainly wasn't the only one. It's just the one that, you know, I happen to know of uh, that, you know, he was a, a very fair businessman, you know, uh, honest, upright businessman. And he actually, you know, had, uh, I mean, you know, outlets, you know, stores, if you will. And what happened is, you know, you hear about it all the time, shoplifting and things of that nature. But whenever he actually caught someone shoplifting, what do you think was his um, his uh, judgment on the matter or what have you? What would be your judgment on the matter? 
I know a lot of people, they get the cops called on them <laughs> a lot today, most likely. But guess what this man did? He didn't he didn't call the cops uh, all the all the time, but probably very rare. But what he did do, he made it very clear that he was sorry. Not not he didn't say sorry, disappointed that this patron or even if it was a regular patron that was coming in his outlet, his his store that had many, many good things, were actually stooped that low or get to the point where they were stealing from him or the term is shoplifting today. So uh, with that being said, his judgment would be to them once they was caught is he would uh, keep track to see. And this is where, you know, like Jesus' words came in or come in and he would just say straight up, uh, uh, to the person, you're no longer welcome in my store. And that was the judgment. That was the judgment that he, you know, gave these persons. And it's interesting that it ranged from uh, whether it was a young person to an older person, you know, uh, he was very clear and, and direct that because you stole this, you are no longer welcome in this store. If you do come in the store, then I'm going to call the police. You see, and that was the judgment. So I just thought I'd share that with you because he was keeping, you know, his peace. But at the same time, he let the person know you're not going to keep on taking my desire to have peace with every person, every patron. And use it as an excuse to keep robbing and stealing from me from this outlet. Okay. And to give the impression that you're going to just keep letting somebody run over top of you in that way. Okay. Have a very wonderful day. Perceptive readers, take care of yourself. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.